Pythagoras himself showed it in the generous deeds he performed when traveling everywhere alone, undergoing heartbreaking labors and serious dangers, and in choosing to leave his country and living among strangers. Likewise, when he dissolved tyrannies, ordered confused commonwealths, and emancipated cities. He ended illegalities and impeded the activities of insolent and tyrannical men. As a leader, he showed himself benignant to the just and mild, but expelled rough and licentious men from his society, refusing even to answer them, resisting them with all his might, although he assisted the former. Of these courageous deeds, as well as of many upright actions, many instances could be adduced. But the greatest of these is the prevailing freedom of speech he employed towards the tyrant Phileris, the most cruel of them, who detained him in captivity. A Hyperborean sage named Abaris visited him to converse with him on many topics, especially sacred ones, respecting statues and worship the divine providence, natures terrestrial and celestial, and the like. Pythagoras, under divine inspiration, answered him boldly, sincerely, and persuasively, so that he converted all listeners. This roused Phalaris's anger against Abaris for praising Pythagoras and increased the tyrant's resentment against Pythagoras. Phalaris swore proudly, as was his wont, and uttered blasphemies against the gods themselves. Abaris, however, was grateful to him, and learned from him that all things are suspended from and governed by the heavens, which he proved from many considerations, but especially from the potency of sacred rites. For teaching him these things, so far was Abaris from thinking Pythagoras an enchanter, that his reverence for him increased till he considered him a god. Phalaris tried to counteract this by discrediting divination and publicly denying there was any efficacy of the sacraments performed in sacred rites. Abaris, however, guided the controversy towards such things as are granted by all men, seeking to persuade him of the existence of a divine providence from circumstances that lie above human influence, such as immense wars, incurable diseases, the decay of fruits, incursions of pestilence, or the like, which are hard to endure and are deplorable, arising from the beneficent, purifying energy of the powers celestial and divine. Shamelessly and boldly, Phalaris opposed all this. Then Pythagoras, suspecting that Phalaris intended to put him to death, but knowing he was not destined to die through Phalaris, retorted with great freedom of speech. Looking at Abaris, he said that from the heavens to aerial and terrestrial beings there was a certain descending communication. Then, from instances generally known, he showed that all things follow the heavens. Then he demonstrated the existence of an indisputable power of freedom of will in the soul, proceeding further, amply to discuss the perfect energy of reason and intellect. 
With his usual freedom of will, he even dared to discuss tyranny and all the prerogatives of fortune concerning injustice and human avarice, solidly teaching that all these are of no value. Further, he gave Phalaris a divine admonition concerning the most excellent life, earnestly comparing it with the most depraved. He likewise clearly unfolded the manner of subsistence of the soul, its powers and passions, and what was the most beautiful of all, demonstrated to him that the gods are not the authors of evil, and that diseases and bodily calamities are the results of intemperance, at the same time finding fault with the poets and mythologies for the unadvisedness of many of their fables.